A brief history of Mesopotamia, the fall of Akkad. Now, to describe the Bronze Age Akkadian Empire as supplanting the role of religion and the gods in Mesopotamian society might be going a little bit too far. However, Sargon's conquest had significant long-term effects on the practice of religion and worship across his empire and into the future. He did not try to frame himself as an actual deity, rather a semi-divine hero, not unlike those we've seen in Greek Bronze Age, Hercules, Perseus, and Achilles, those who had created a cult-like following of worshippers in recognition of their inhuman achievements. In fact, the Akkadian period holds many parallels to the Greek Age of Heroes, where the gods who had been directly involved in the lives of humans took a step backwards, retreating to Mount Olympus, and yet remaining connected to the world, usually through demigods and heroes, such as those mentioned previously. Sargon's role as city founder and the man who tied a multicultural empire together usurped the role of the city-founding god or the collective deity. This is not to imply that the gods were no longer important in Mesopotamian society. More they were less connected, ruling from afar, that the new Akkadian Empire was an empire not of gods, but men. This new relationship between people and gods can be seen in the artwork produced during this time. In the Stele of the Vultures, an earlier piece of artwork produced before the rise of Sargon to recognize one of Lagash's victories over Uma, this is before the rise of Lugal Sagasi, the gods play a central role. A row of soldiers, led by a Lugal, are dwarfed by the enormous figure of the god Ningursu, who holds the captured enemy forces in his net. By contrast, a later stele depicts Sargon's third successor and grandson, Nuram-Sin, in his victory over the Lubi people of Zagros. In this piece, it is Nuram-Sin who takes center stage, even wearing the horned helmet representative of divinity. The gods, while still present, are represented by mere stars in the sky. I would point out I have seen this. It is in the Louvre, and you can see Nuram-Sin at the top of this pointed document. Another interesting feature of Nuram-Sin's stele is the composition of the image. The stele of the vultures is organized not unlike a comic strip, a series of events to be read as though part of a story. Moving across the page, divided to represent new lines of text, Nuram Sin's stele is entirely different, reminiscent more of a photograph than a story, a snapshot in time, a unified composition, or a picture. This dramatic change in depiction not only suggests actual writing may have supplanted artwork and steles as means of recording a series of events, but provides a general example of just how much the culture had changed in the first hundred or so years of the Akkadian Empire. In the new world of Sargon and Nuram-Sin, humanity was no longer the tool of the divine. No more were the feuds and disagreements of the gods seen as part of the real world. Humanity's squabbles were a mere shadow. Humans filled the shoes of gods, ruling their cities and making decisions, not for some deity, but themselves. The focus of life had shifted firmly to the human world, and it would remain that way far into the future. Nuram-Sin is often considered equal, if not greater, importance to Sargon in the history of Mesopotamia. He was also the final great Akkadian leader, in power from 2261 to 2224 BCE, and it is the main character in numerous stories in the following millennia, one in particular, The Curse of a God.
depicting him not as a great ruler, but as the destroyer of Akkad, inviting divine punishment through various impious acts. While this is merely fiction, Nuram Sin was likely chosen as the main character of this legend, in part due to his immense fame, and in part due to the empire's gradual collapse in the wake of his death. It was during the rule of Nuram Sin that the Akkadian Empire reached its zenith, and the powerful ruler certainly acted the part. He is depicted as proud, confident, and arrogant ruler, proclaiming himself the king of all four corners of the universe, a line borrowed from his grandfather Sargon. That said, Nuram Sin went one step further and deified himself, even going so far as to sign documents with a god's seal. Nuram Sin raised a god to new heights of power and glory. His military successes were numerous and prodigious. He defeated a powerful coalition of rebellious kings from Sumer and the surrounding lands. He conquered the region to the west as far as the Mediterranean Sea and Taurus and the Amanus Ranges. He destroyed the city of Ebla. He extended his domain into Armenia and erected his statue of victory near modern Dibakar. He fought the Lubi in the northern Zagros ranges and commemorated his victory with a magnificent stele. He turned Elam into a partially Semitized vassal state and constructed numerous buildings in Susa. He brought booty from Magan after defeating its king Mananam. Despite his successes, however, Nuram Sin would forever remain associated with the fall of the empire. Following his death in 224 BCE, he was succeeded by his son, Shar Kali Shari, who ruled for 25 years. As with his predecessor, Shar Kari Asari began his reign by stamping out numerous revolts across the empire. However, unlike those who came before, he failed to maintain peace and order, and the empire's borders were constantly under attack. Whether the collapse was due to Shar Kali Shari's incompetence or to the unfortunate state of the empire he had inherited is up for debate. However, it does appear that bad luck played a significant role, with invasions, border wars, and climate change and famine eventually inspiring the curse of a god with Shari Kali Shari most likely serving as the true inspiration. His death in 2198 BCE spelled the end of the Sargonic dynasty and was followed by several years of conflict as four rivals fought for control over the empire. When the dust settled, a new king, Dudu, held power in Akkad, but the empire was greatly diminished. Dudu and his successors ruled between 2189 and 2154 BCE, but the glorious days of the Akkadian Empire were well and truly over. Following the collapse, Mesopotamia found itself thrust into a dark age. The self-styled gods had fallen, their creation in ruins. This period of conflict and disunity lasted until 2112 BCE, when a new dynasty arose from the ashes. The kingship returned... To the city of Ur. Now the sources for this, Ancient Semitic Civilizations by Muscati, the Ancient Near East by Cyrus Gordon, the Might that was Assyria by Sags, Mesopotamia, Assyrians, Sumerians, Babylonians, the Dictionaries of Civilization, and the Oxford History of the Biblical World by Coogan. So I hope you enjoyed that, and as always, don't forget to come by the website, sumahistorica.com or historyaccordingtobob.com, and ask a question, leave a comment, check out our merchandise, and if you like what we're doing, please feel free to support us. Thank you very much.